0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. 51551 is our text number. Neve, good afternoon. <coughs> Hi Joe, how's it going? Good, thanks. Um, you nice to talk to you. Likewise, you got a letter yesterday in through your hall door in the Cloverhill Estate. Where is the Cloverhill Estate in this case? I know there's a few. It's just off uh, Herbert Road in Bray. Bray, okay. And it says, dear resident, I won't give out your number. Um, no, thank you. So it'll become obvious where your house is in a sec because of what the letter, yeah. letter was about. What did the letter say? It's basically explaining how... We have let our flag go to rack and ruin, and how shameful we should be. No. So, so you um, have they're saying you have a you're flying our national we have, flag. We have a tricolor hanging out one of the bedroom windows. Oh, it's hanging out the window. Okay. Yeah, um, and, we've uh, always done it. Okay. All uh, of my family have. Um, so basically, received a letter yesterday stating by one of the residents that they're appalled of the condition of it and that we should be ashamed of ourselves and well they say they, they say appalling. they say a fellow Cloverhill resident but there's there's no there's no proof that it is it could be anybody no, saying that's that true. that's true uh, how big is the Cloverhill estate uh, there'd be about a hundred houses in ah, okay so it'd be four or five hundred people um Needless to say, you were totally within your rights to do this. It's a ty- it was a type letter. However, as an Irish national and a proud citizen of our country, I am appalled by the state yeah. of disrepair and discoloration to which you have allowed our, in italics, national flag and colours uh, deteriorate. Why, why do you fl- fly, why do you hang the national flag from your bedroom window? Well, my great-grandfather is yeah. Stephen Mulvey. Okay. Um, Stephen was one of the only guys in Bray. I think there was two of them, but he was the main guy who went into the Easter Rebellion. Okay. On Easter Monday. Um, he cut all the communications from Bray into Dublin. Okay. And, and he presented himself in Sackville Street at the time. Yeah, I'm kind of straight, yeah. sent to Dublin Bread Company over on Westmoreland Street. <laughs> Yeah, then he was okay. sent on to the Hibernian Bank, yeah. and then he ended up in the GPO. He received a flesh wound in his leg, yeah. and he made it out. They managed to get through Princess Street with 14 others, and a guy called Dazzler, a Dublin well-known guy, mm-hmm. and he managed to get them through the back of the building, and okay. a woman called Mrs. Flanagan at yeah. Wilford Place. She looked after him for two weeks before he made it back to Bray. So we do it in honour of him. Um, he He's our family hero. And we've always held out a flag. And there's nothing else about it. Like, that's, you know, we're proud of him. We're proud of what he's done. And how long have you had the national flag, the tricolour hanging out your bedroom window? Since I was about 18. So, I don't, that doesn't tell me that, Neve. You sound about 18 and a half. You're very young. You're very young. <laughs> I'm, Many, 45. Oh, you're 45. Okay. I'm 45 on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Congratulations. 18, <laughs> 20, 25. Uh, you're, 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 so, so, you've had this. It's been up there for a long time. Yeah. Well, I've only lived here five years. Yeah, but it's been it's up the every day. first time I've ever received any. And do you take it in? Do yourself or your partner, does it go into the Monday wash? No, we replace it when it gets tossed. Oh, you replace it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you've yeah. never you've never had an objection before? Not one bit, no. Okay. Now, during, like, there, there is, um, I've come across this recently, there is a campaign for, for everyone to fly mm-hmm. our national flag on yeah. around St. Patrick's Day, or indeed, East, more importantly, Easter, the Easter weekend, yeah. for, to commemorate the Easter Rising. Um, That's right. But then when we did this item about two years ago, people said that the IRA had hijacked the flag and people, I put up a flag and people thought I supported killing up the north or whatever. But I don't but, support killing one yeah, bit. Yeah, of course, of course. No. But, but I'm just wondering is, given that's now 25 years since the Good Friday Agreement around Easter this year, will a lot more people feel proud to hang or not to uh, display our national flag in their homes? Is I it, hope so. Is it becoming more normal? Well, as you head more rural, you see more flags. 
Okay. Now you know there is um there is a whole the Department of Defence are in charge of the flag, and how yeah. it, how it should be um sh you know how it should be displayed. The national flag is rectangular in, in shape, the width being twice its depth. Do you hang it sideways or lengthways? We've always just popped it out like someone would do on St Patrick's Day. Okay, so the... All of my family do. My aunts, my uncles, my parents. Okay, but I mean, in what way do you, do you, do you pop it out from its side? In other words, is it hanging side? You know, side there's two like... little loopholes in it. Yeah, okay. There's a little rope yeah. that's hung out, and she just dra Molly drapes it, my daughter drapes it out of Okay, so it is, it is hanging sideways? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. well, well, that's not allowed. Anyway, I'm just... Right. No, you're fine. What you're doing is... Decent and honourable, but just in terms of the the national flag, the national flag, the green, white, and orange. Uh, it should be rectangular. The width being twice its depth. The yeah. uh, three colours, green, white, are, are of equal size, vertically disposed. No flag or pennant should be flown above the national flag. You have nothing yeah. above it in your curtains. No. Like Superman or uh, no, 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 Elsa no. from Frozen or anything. Okay. With the national flag, when the national flag is carried with another flag or flags, it should be carried in a place of honour, i.e. on the marching right or on the left hand of an observer towards whom the flags are approaching. Work that one out. Um, while, while being carried, the national flag should not be dipped by way of salute or compliment except to lead to, to, to the dead during memorial ceremonies. Now, your 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 flag is in honour of your your great uncle Stephen, who is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The national flag should not be draped on cars. Oh God, I tell you, ninety cars, trains, boats, or other modes of transport should not be carried flat. Should always be carried aloft and free, except when used to drape a coffin. On such an occasion, the green must be at the head of the coffin. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Okay, there's a lot of rules. Yes, there sure is, yeah. It cannot yeah. touch. The national flag should never be allowed to touch the ground when it's, when it's right. being dipped. Um, they, they give... Uh, and, oh, okay, here we go. In raising or lowering the national flag, uh, the national flag should not be allowed to touch the ground. While being yes. hoisted to half-mast, the flag should be first brought to the peak of the flagstaff and then lower to I didn't know that. You don't go straight. I didn't know that. You, go, yeah. you don't go to straight half-mast. You go to full-mast, and you come back down and again down. to half-mast. Yeah. Okay. It should again be brought to the peak of the staff before it is finally lowered. I didn't know that. When you're lowering a flag that's a half-mast, you bring it up to full-mast force, and you come back down again. A flag is... Oh. A, 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 a flag is I'm going to have to go to flag school, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> have the army surrounded your house yet, Neve? Not yet, no. <laughs> Will you check? Can you look I'm out the window? So. Can you look out the window? Where is there an army helicopter flying over your the house? Flag at this authorities. <laughs> um, a flag authorities. A flag. A flag is at half mast in any position below the top of the staff, but never. Didn't know this either. Half mast is never below the middle point of the of the staff. In other words, oh. the bottom of the flag should be at the middle point of the staff, not the top of the flag at the middle point. As a general okay. guide, as a general guide... That's a general guide. Yeah, I'm okay. giving you more. I hope you have a pen and paper handy. <laughs> as a general guide, the half-mast position may be taken as that where the top of the flag is the depth of the flag. God, you need to do honours mall now to You're understand. Geology that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> geology or something. On mathematics. <laughs> and ceremonial, no, it is a national flag, and it is, as you know, and that's the reason you, you hoist it. How, do, how uh, do we get away with Paddy's say then? I know. You know, how do we fix okay, this? Okay, <laughs> so this this person, if it is, it, this person who we don't know, who says they're, they're a neighbour, and we, mm -hmm. well, we, we don't know that either by a long shot. The condition, Could be anyone. The condition to which you have allowed our national flag and colours deteriorate, Neve, is disgraceful. Quite frankly, mm -hmm. it shames your household and makes a mockery of any patriotism you might attend to profess. If you wish to permanently fly our national flag, may I suggest that you so show some respect for what it symbolises. Use an actual flagpole and fly a clean, intact flag. Mm -hmm. Now, on Easter, I've taken over the last few years the putting uh, a flagpole in my garden uh, with a with a for the the week or so with uh, tricolour. Would you would you do a flagpole, or could you do a, a makeshift flagpole? 
Well, I recently heard that you have to apply for commission, Joe. Oh, You'll have luck. to see. Oh, yeah, the army, the army is around weeks, in my house. You have to apply. No, I'm serious. <laughs> You'll yeah. have to apply for your flagpole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would consider so, a flagpole. So what are, you, what are you going to do? Are you going to take change it? We put out a new flag. Um, okay. I'll look up the regulations on flags. How much is a new flag to buy, by the way? That was about a fiver. Fiver, okay. We and stacks of them there every day. This, oh, have you? So this, this, this letter, this anonymous letter that was shoved in your door, it also no, says... No, this was posted. Oh, it was posted? Yeah. Okay, to, to you, because I have your address. Okay. Um, so you've absolutely no idea. They, no. You, even if you had one of those cameras on your doorbell, you wouldn't see who did it. But they yeah. also say you you have bunting. Yeah. What state is the bunting in? The bunting was fine. There was no state in it. It was just maybe 20 little smaller flags yeah. that went down to a fence. I object to the flying of our national flag and bunting. The latter, supposedly, in our national... What colour is your bunting? You don't mind me asking. Um, the tricolour. Tricolour. The three colours again. Okay. Yeah. My oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Do you need permission to to hide to like every every house in America, every car in America, every fire engine has an American flag on it? But you you let's find out the rules here. Can you do with a makeshift flagpole? Put up your own flag once it's <laughs> erected the correct way. Miles Cavan is in Kilkenny City. Five one double five one. Text Miles. Uh, Joe, how is it going? Long time no here. How are you getting on? And do you put up a flag? Oh, Joe, listen. You want to wait till the girls go for the World Cup. You'll see so many Irish flags up there. You'll be absolutely mesmerised, including the go roof. Go on, Miles. <laughs> I tell you, I'll have, I'll, I'll have the whole house green, white and gold. Yay. And by God, Joe, I'll tell you something. You're proud no of your country. Me, girls, I tell you. Now, oh. as... Joe, as I was speaking to you, I was taking down the flagpoles because the flag has gone a bit dilapidated due to the storm. I was putting up new flags for the for the St. Patrick's Day hey, in okay. the 17th of March. So, there you the, go. Well, the, 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 the sting of today's call is people objecting. Did anyone ever object to your flags, Miles? No, Joe. i tell you what they did object to. The Elvis yeah. flag. We're over in Memphis <laughs> one year. We brought back a, a, a state flag of Mississippi. Elvis. Yeah, with Elvis in the middle of it. And why did it? Why did it get all shook up over the Elvis flag? <laughs> you could say it, they could be saying in the Harpreet Hotel, Joe, because they, see, it was the what's called it. It was the they said it was the Ku Klux Klan flag. That's what they said. It isn't. Yeah, that's what they said, and it had Elvis and did, did they in the say, middle of it. Did they say that to your face? Oh, straight up, straight up. Oh, Jason, we have a chap comes up every day, Jason Morrissey title tours, and they come from all over. Ireland and America and all over the world and they stop at our house to take pictures and I ask would they send me a flag whatever the country is from where are you from sir I'm from Texas sir I'm from Dallas Texas would you send me a flag and they send me a flag I actually have a flag I swear to God I actually have the American original American flag but you're saying when you put up the Elvis signed by all the soldiers of that camp in the garden So, like, so people who object so, to the Elvis flag must have very suspicious no, minds. What, they, they, they objected to, Joe. The Australian flag that had the British Commonwealth on it as well. Ah. People objected to that. Oh, God. And so how, that but how do you know? Did they, did they stop you on the they street? Come and here, they come up and when they're passing and say, listen, for God's sake, what are you doing with that thing up there? You know, that has the British flag Commonwealth. Now, we did have a British flag up. Jordan, Prince Charles, and we took it down again because people were getting hot and bothered over it. But the Irish flags, I have so many Irish flags in the garden and it'll be hung everywhere, Joe. Everywhere. I'll be there from the whole house, including the roof. That's a fact. There's a hedge beside us that's 20 foot by 40 foot, and that'll be done with flags everywhere, green, white and gold. And the garden will be painted green, white and gold as well. So... This is for the the, our, the, the, the women yes. women's World Cup. Okay. Did you but take the, the did you objective. take down did you take down the Elvis flag when you objected? I did, Joe. I did. I did. did, I, did. Okay. I, was, I, I was a bit disappointed because it was nice flag and it had. Um, do you know? Do you know Jordan the Civil Confederate War? Remember that <laughs> yeah, the war? Yeah. They had a flag. Robert uh, Lee, Robert E. Lee, and General Grant. Yeah. Now it was the American, you know, and they had the Confederates, and, the I, slave supporters. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually have people send me flags from all over Ireland, all over the world, 
have another flag going up actually in the next couple of days. It's from, oh God, I don't know what country it's from. It's some South American country that's going yeah. up as well. But you took down the, the, the Elvis flag there and then and you it, said so to I them... It broke my heart. Yeah. It did now. I swear to God, it did. Just because I didn't want to fall out with anyone, you know. Yeah, but you have a wooden heart, haven't you, Elvis? And you told, <laughs> Aaron, you told him it was ne- now or never. James, <laughs> James, you're listening to Neve. James, there's a, yes, se- there's a yes. serious side to this as well. Go ahead, James. Well, I'm surprised that lady who's flying the national Neve. flag Neve. Uh, from a window. <laughs> yeah. Neve, yeah. The national Hi, flag uh, <clears throat> can only be fl- flown between sunrise and sunset. That's true, yeah. Uh, I got that information many, many years ago from a, a, a servant soldier at the time. Oh. And, and, and uh, James, have you ever flown the national flag yourself? No, no, I've never flown the national flag, no, no. And would you not put one in your garden? Around Easter weekend or St. Patrick's Day or national holiday? Well, no, it's not that I'm on, I'm on patriotic or patriotic yeah, no, or anything like that. But... Uh, no, it would never occur to me to do it. You know, I, I think that, that when you see guys at football matches, mm. you know, rugby and especially soccer with the, the flag draped around them with all sorts of slogans written on it, I, you know, I think it's... it's uh, No, it should not be. The national flag should not be defaced in any way. Well, if you'll, you'll see them uh, quite regularly at soccer matches, uh, mm. you know, international matches in, in the Viva or maybe when they travel away, and some rugby, but more so at soccer. Now, I'm not anti-soccer, I'm a soccer supporter myself. But I think it's it's a lack of respect for the flag. And the lady there, she says, you know, she takes it in and wash it every so often, hanging out. But to the weather and the rain with it, you know, it's like, and she has, she was saying that her grandfather fought in 1916. You know, I think Mm. she should know a wee bit better and show a bit more respect. And Neve, obviously very proud of him. Neve, when did he? Oh, di- yes. When did he die, Neve? He died. I think it was nineteen fifty-five. Okay, he and died. Did you, so you wouldn't remember his funeral? Oh, no. Did he my, get? Did my he... grandfather spoke about him all the time. Okay, and did he get a tricolour over his coffin? He did. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He okay. Did. okay. He went away with honours. He got a, ma- a medal from Sean Lamas as well. Okay. Yeah, he was yeah, a like football, Paul. international football champion. As well? For Gaelic Football Club okay. um, in 1902, okay. 1915. Paul Clark, the national flag. Go ahead, Paul. Hello, Paul. He was Hello. just awarded. Come in, come he in. He was a testimony for his gallant action by the Royal Humane Society. So he's our family hero. That's why I put it out. Yeah, okay. His name isn't on the flag now, is it? Oh, God, no. No, I you're right. You can't, you can't, well, you see, no. that's, that's... Okay, Paul Clark, your point, please, Paul. You're listening to yeah, Dave. Yeah, just yeah. talking about the, the flag. The, the, the flag is actually... We're celebrating the 175th anniversary of the, the tricolour next month in Waterford. Thomas Francis Marr gave us uh, the, of course, the flag. Yeah. It was the first the place that the flag was hung within Waterford, wasn't it? It was, 33 de mile on the 7th yeah, of March, right, yeah. Yeah, and Paul, but, uh, Paul what, would you, what would you think of Neve hanging? And you've heard our reasons, that they're all patriotic reasons. What do you think of Neve hanging a flag out her bedroom window? Well, it, it, it'd be better if it was on a pole. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have to apply for permission. I'm looking for that. Have you, Paul, have you got the. Um, there's a booklet, isn't there, from the Department of Education? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was have you got it there? Have you got it there in front of you? No, no, no. I, I know it, Joe. Okay. My, my old job was ceremonial in Defence Force headquarters, and the Department of Antishock are responsible for the flag. Okay. And it was rewritten and updated in 1995, and went over to them uh, for for clearance, and they they kept it and published it. It's 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 their it's their piece of work now, but just to, just to say that. Um, the flag, there's nobody respects and shows off the flag better than the military. Absolutely, the defence yeah. forces serving at home and overseas, and the veterans. We've, we've mm-hmm. huge numbers of veterans. I, I would love to talk about the flag on coffins, but I've been asked not to. And but that's a whole whole other gamble. No, tell me, tell me, tell me, what's what's the problem with flag? Because we, we well, it came it, up it, in fairness, Neve, Neve's yeah. fa- grandfather, yeah. Neve's relation, Stephen. There, he the yeah, flag on the coffin. What's the problem? Yeah, some, I won't mention anyone in particular. Yeah, but so in, no, okay. in in recent years, uh, we, we've been refused permission to drape the, the coffin of a veteran. 
where, where it's prescribed in the, the Defence Force regulations that uh, a member of the Defence Force having served uh, a number of years is entitled to, it's, it's, it's in the regulation, and mm-hmm. the state regulation supersedes the cleric, you know, but that some priests will not allow it. And only recently we had a very senior man, a Congo Cyprus veteran uh, and Lebanon veteran, Sergeant Major. We weren't allowed a uh, uh, draper's coffin. We had to take it off at the door and then put it back on. Now, that's only isolated cases. But in 2010, the bishops, the Episcopal uh, Conference, allowed us to do that. And we, we've kind of even, even shown some of the priests mm. there. They were still saying, no, no, this is my parish. And, you know, so uh, in recent times, I, I've sent letters to the, the Archbishop of uh, Tume, who who is the Episcopal uh, Conference Secretary. His executive, Joe McGuinness, is the exec. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know whether we're getting deaf ears or they're just, just, they just don't want to get into it. But having served overseas especially, having served here during the Troubles, all yeah. the way through the Troubles, okay. overseas, uh, you know, when we go overseas, they call us, we're, we're ambassadorial. We're ambassadors of Ireland when we serve yeah. overseas. And we're nothing, nothing more patriot to the flag. We carry the flag everywhere. And we respect mm-hmm. it. Here at home, it's done. And yet, we come up against this at times, you know. Can I just, uh, the gentleman before said that the flag uh, is supposed to go up at sun, sun, sunset, sundown. And sunrise, sunset, sunrise, yeah. sundown and sunrise, yeah. That's not the case. Since the last time Leo Rascal was the Taoiseach, he uh, changed it that the flag can fly 24 hours a day once there is a light beneath it shining up to it. Okay. Really? So... Yeah, have to get yeah. a light, Joe. Get a light, yeah. You know? um, but, Neve, I can't find anything here on these regulations about um, um, uh, you need permission for a flagpole. Oh, I well, it was that. mentioned to me now. By who? But By who, Neve? Oh, it was a friend. Okay, now we'll, we'll, we'll clarify it. But I will also clarify, I didn't know that because it's not on the current guidelines yeah. on the uh, website. Well, it, it wasn't uh, just for Steenie. Steenie's brother, William, he yeah. went to the Somme. And he yeah. got trench foot over there. He was killed over there. And he was given honours as well when he came okay. back. So okay. there's a whole family history there. Like, okay. it's not but just for one individual. Like, you know, they all fought in different no, ways I, and okay. put themselves out there. If you, if, if you put the, 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 the flag lengthways with what? green on top, white and orange, with a rope and, and hang it and tie it to your, the top of the window and peg it at the bottom... Well, then yeah. it would look reasonable rather than just having a cotton the, the top window and it's flying and, you know, yeah. it, once yeah. it's shown respectfully, people shouldn't argue, you know. Okay. Paul, when I have you there, you mentioned overseas, you mentioned the Lebanon, yeah, Lebanon yeah. you mentioned travel. Um, yeah. Are you aware that some some Irish soldiers, or indeed ex-soldiers, who have, have did, a, did a duty in the Lebanon are having difficulty getting visas for the United States of America? That's right, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Because there's, I, I think the underlying problem is that, that there's a, a feeling of um, familiarity with with the, the, the factions, Joe. That's, that's the best I can mm. describe it without identifying anyone. Uh, that they may be sympathetic to different factions. Haven't spent a lot of time, you know, when we go in, I, I, I done four tours in Lebanon, one of us. When you're when you're in in the, the the AO the area of operations and you're in a village, you, you help everyone in the village as best you can. You mm. become nearly family with them, which we have done. We've done an awful lot in the orphanage in Tidmin, and and the, the, the guys still do the, the last server nowadays. And you become very familiar with them. Now, with them as a family and without the the, the idealism and the relationship and that, but it's it's wrong. You know, it's it's just a, to me, it's a step too far. We, we travelled to the States uh, as a, a veteran group. We've done New York twice. We were in Washington last year. We laid a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. Two Congo veterans, Jadaville, uh, Tom Gona. Okay. And, uh, but just Fred to come Lee. back to the having difficulty, Irish vets and soldiers need, so who served in the Lebanon having difficulty getting visas to the United States. Has that been taken up by the Minister of Defence with the uh, well, American Embassy? I, I, I think it, it should be taken up to the Department of Foreign Affairs no, that's right. what I mean. Well, the Minister for Defence is also the it, Minister sure, yeah. of Foreign well, Affairs. They've downgraded the Ministry of Defence to just a, you know, it's, it's the job. But uh, that's 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 where it should. Be. I I I haven't. I've heard the problem. I don't know anyone that had the problem. I've never had a problem getting a visa to go say to any any 
the guys that I travel with out of our, our association, you know. Okay. And, uh, and I know there's lots of lads going to next month to the, the state and next next year to the states to, to do the the St Patrick's Day uh, okay. festival. Paula, yeah. pa- thanks, Paula. That's Paul Clark. Paula Murray, oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Paula. Hiya, Joe. You're, can you put your point, please? Yeah, I think um, I might have mis- misheard, but I think the issue in relation to the letter that we received was the condition of her flag as opposed to her flying it. Um, I think it would l- look great on, on a pole, whether the pole is on yeah. the exterior of the wall or on the, the ground outside. I was in America recently at Christmas, and what stood out to me over there was a lot of flags were being flown by private properties oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they looked fantastic okay. and uh, so yeah so I think uh, yeah flag's great regardless of rules regulations regardless of why you're flying but, if, but, but Paul uh, your, your, uh, Paul there just made or Paul made the point about some members of the cleric, clergy being wary of the national flag on conference this, this, comes, this goes back I presume to the whole issue in Northern Ireland where uh, and the national flag, the tricolour, um, was when someone was killed or had been killed um, in a, an explosion or whatever, or setting off an explosion or being shot. Um, the national flag and the whole the, the clergy in Northern Ireland took a very strong stance that they wouldn't let a flag drape coffin into a church. So the flag was uh, appropriated by by different politics, if you follow me. Well, I mean, but that's gone now. You think because of the? the I, I don't know whether it's gone or not. But just the issue today is the the flag. Uh, in my opinion, the issue was the way the flag was being presented uh, out the window, and and from what I gathered, it wasn't in good condition. So, okay, well, as you said, she said she's a whole stack of them, and you can change it every day. <laughs> Neve, that point that the Irish flag has been appropriated before, it's been appropriated by people who supported uh, violence against the state. It's you'll see it now in all the anti uh, or the anti uh, refugee demos that they're all draped in the tricolour. Is that is that a worry that the flag might represent something else at this stage? You there, Neve? Yeah, I'm here. Um, well, that's exactly what this flag represents, just our family hero. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't see why it should be connected to something else. It's been there for years, like I'm five years in this house. Okay. You know, it's been replaced regularly for about a month. Every March, everybody puts them up. I but, leave mine up. But we might t- put an extra one out when Katie Taylor boxes. Yeah, she lives yeah, down around the corner. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, um, you put an extra one out when Katie wins. It would you, never represent anything a lot of bad. Okay, so so when you see people carrying the tricolour at those uh, demos in East Wall and Ballymun and Amy Street and Angel Street, that well, what do you think of them expropriating the flag? It's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, you've a lot of support it's there. It's wrong. Neve, they're, you know, use, they're using. You know what should be something to be proud of. Okay. That's our flag. No, okay. why can't okay. we just okay? Did you shine say, it out there? Did you, you say? Know? Hang on. Did you say to me it's your birthday? Did you say, say that again? To me? Did you say to me it's your birthday on Valentine's Day? Not at all. <laughs> who's who's who's? Okay, I thought you said it was your birthday in a few days. It time. is. God. Yeah. When when is it your birthday? Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. Okay, do you want to go to Michael Bublier on, on May the 14th in the Three Arena? We're doing a Friday giveaway. No way. Yeah, Michael Bublier. Where's he from? Oh. Michael Bublier. Where's he from? Canada or something? Okay. Canada, I yeah. think, yeah. Okay, but don't write his name. I know you don't write on the flag. Okay, there's two tickets for you to Michael Bublier for your birthday now, for your birthday. Oh, my God. Okay, Thanks, Joe. Okay, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks bye very bye. much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. I mentioned um, reaction we were getting to the performance last night at the Abbey Theatre in Dublin. It's Damien Dempsey's show, Tales from the Holy Well. It's booked out, so forget about that. Um, but last night was the signed Irish sign language version of it. In other words, there was an interpreter, sign language interpreter, 
just off the stage uh, in the Abbey. And apparently it was quite an incredible experience for everyone who was there. Nora Tobin, this has prompted you, you say that um, sign language should be taught in primary schools. Yes, Joe, I do. I believe that children are like sponges at that age and they pick it up so quickly. Okay. But why would they would they how would they use it or where when would they use it? Well they well they would definitely use it if they meet a deaf person. Yeah. And um like it does enhance your career, I have to say. There's so many openings when you can sign language. It is the second official language in Ireland. Very good point. Very good point. And I just find it has enhanced my life so much. There's so many deaf people, interesting deaf people to talk to. And, I mean, they rely on talking through their hands. If you have that mm-hmm. language, you can get to know them and get their proper personality instead of just nodding and, and trying to understand what they're saying through writing down or lip-reading. It's just an amazing language. And apart from that obvious good reason, but was there any other reason why you learned it? Well, I, my daughter... Ashling is 37. Okay. Um, she uses sign language. We mm. were discouraged back in the day to use this because they wanted children to speak through oralism in her okay. particular class. Now, in her particular class, she went to St. Mary's School for the Deaf. So we were discouraged from using sign because they okay. wanted them to speak. Yeah. So when she was 12... Yeah. Obviously, before that, we had picked up little bits of sign and we could okay. always communicate with our daughter, but her friends, we couldn't communicate with them. So I brought her to Death Scouts, which she wanted to join, and I couldn't communicate with anybody there. Everybody was deaf. All right. And I just said, right, that's it. I don't care what they've told us. We're, we're learning sign language. Okay. And it's just... And was opened it, a whole new world. And was it hard to learn? Not at all, Joe. Wow. If you want to learn this, you learn this. You just, like any class. I was in my 40s, and I embraced it. My husband went as well, and my son learned sign language. So it's just, no, it's not hard at all. And it's, it's have you been at a show a theatre, music, or a musical, or a concert, where there's been a signer? Yes, I have. I've Well, I mean, everywhere I go, there's sign language. I go with Ashling a lot of Oh, okay. And it, it would, would a lot of places do? Say there is a run of a musical or a play, would a lot of places do have one night, as the Abbey did last night, for with a signer, with a professional signer? Yeah, I haven't really, Joe, been to much stuff like that. Okay. Well, but I, when there is sign language, yeah, we would try to go. She's excluded from a lot of... She doesn't go to the cinema. You know, okay, there's so many yeah. things she can't go to. So, and does Ashley have children? She has a baby. Poppy is 15 months old. Okay. And Poppy is hearing. Okay. Both her parents are deaf. Okay. So we've been teaching Poppy sign language since she was six months old. Wow. Isn't that brilliant? Um, yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. And she she would speak English as well in terms of yeah, school and everything. Yeah. yeah, but she's got to be able to communicate to her parents. Yeah, of course. Fully. So we all decided, well, Ashling and James, that's what they wanted. So we totally embraced it. And she's loads of words and loads of signs. She's, she's actually really ahead with her speech, believe it or not, because of the signing. Okay, and and remember last year, the big movie uh, was Coda, Children of Deaf Adults, which yes. little, little Poppy will be, and um, it was that that really catapulted the whole uh, phenomenon. What a wonderful phenomenon in terms of what people learn through it, um, and indeed a number of the actors in that award-winning movie did not win an Oscar and a lot of things in between. Um, a lot, in in that movie, a lot of the actors were. Um, deaf as well. Stay, stay with us. Stay with us, Nora, because yes. the performance last night in the Abbey Theatre 
of the Damien Dempsey uh, Holy Well, which is speech and music and a lot of ad-libbing. I was there, but it was mesmerising. Not Damien is a deity, as you know, in Ireland. It's, either, it's now, I, I was on to Paddy Power this morning. I asked him, can I put a bet down between Tommy Tiernan and Damien Dempsey to, to be the next occupant of Ours? It's, it's neck and neck between them because they're two deities. But anyway, Amanda Coogan was... Uh, what, what do I call you, Amanda? Do I call you a signer, a sign language interpreter? Uh, yeah, how are you, Joe? Uh, good, thanks. Um, well, I, 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 I'm a sign language interpreter, I, okay. I, I, I suppose. I don't know what the proper name is. Okay, yeah. well, the, well, looking at our calls here, about you, because I mentioned your name earlier on, um, you, you, should, you should be called a superstar, because uh, last <laughs> night, and I was there, the performance was mesmerising. How did you prepare for such a show, that you stood there for two hours, short break in the middle, you stood there for two hours, you signed every word that Damien Dempsey spoke, you signed every word that he sang. And um, how did you prepare for that? It was an absolute joy. I am a tremendously huge fan of Damien Dempsey. So actually when the Abbey were putting it on, I uh, begged them. Could I please do this? Could I please do this? Okay. So I get the script um, about two... I got I got the script about two weeks ago. And, of course, I knew the songs uh, anyway uh, okay. uh, as a fan. And I just... You just kind of listen and prepare and think about the translation. Because what I want to... For me, the deaf audience or the sign language users mm-hmm. who come to... Experience the theatre piece. I want them to have the same experience as the hearing people there. Okay. And you know, Damo's music and the stories he's telling yeah. on the Abbey stage are so powerful, and they're so powerful about overcoming trauma and be like mm-hmm. enduring and being positive within a, a maybe a difficult life experience. And this. Is we all we we all know that no one has a perfect life. Everyone yeah, wants yeah. to have that brilliant um, uh, positive outlook out of uh, out of maybe traumatic experiences. So I'm always looking at it and I'm saying how would how how how, how do we say that in in the deaf community? How do okay. we uh, put across those concepts? So I uh, had the absolute joy and pleasure of uh, preparing beautifully. It's such a great job. I should say that. But Amanda, how long were you given to prepare for last night? About, I suppose, about two weeks. But I'd be doing it in between other jobs, you know. But over the last couple of days, really since Monday, I was full-time preparing this. Because because you're there, you were there last. It's just one, and um, it's one performance per run, is it? That the Abbey That's did. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. The brilliant. Abbey, uh, Absolutely it's brilliant, brilliant, isn't it? As our national theatre to open yeah. its doors and welcome, first of all, Irish sign language into the Abbey, but also then bringing deaf um, uh, theatre goers and making their plays success, their productions successful. They're absolutely wonderful, and it's a brilliant thing that our national theatre are supporting it. Okay, this, so much. This, this is just one call about you, uh, I, I read out, because I don't know the name of the Have I have been lucky enough to work with Amanda Coogan. She is a national treasure. Be very careful. <laughs> Be very careful of that moniker, Amanda, <laughs> would you please? So the whole thing has gone off my screen now, unfortunately. Um, uh, well, you, uh, here we go again. She, my mother. You're considered, <laughs> no, you're considered the best in the world at what you do because you're a performance artist. You're a member of Apstana. What's uh, Aistana? Aistana. That's a spelling Aistana, yeah. That's a spelling trick. You're a member of Aistana. She's a full retrospective of her work at around age 16 at Emma. And she's even been on a stamp. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she brings Oops, brilliant. <laughs> brings she, you bring Irish sign language to the next level. Uses her body to communicate, which you did last night in a way words alone could never could. She could sign. She could sign the phone book and make it mes- mesmerizing. So, um, and uh, Amanda, now Damien. Okay, a lot of it is ad libbed, is it not? With Damien. I, I'm, I'm completely flabbergasted. Whoever sent that in, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on the floor. Um, thank you very much, and I'm mortified, and I uh, have the whole imposter syndrome. But you know, Damo, uh, you go with the flow. 
when you're when you're preparing for uh, a theatre piece like that, you, you you have it all so well. And I I almost feel like I'm a, a boxer to use that term. Yeah. So I'm on my toes and I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. I need to just go with everything. Yeah. You know, you're so highly attuned to listening, translating, listening, translating in those ways. So yeah, it's the, all the ad libbing and there's a bit of audience participation as well. Yeah. I I just love all that. And how? Uh, do, do you, you you must appreciate? Sorry, one. You do know. I try to explain maybe why people hearing by people who could hear last night were so mesmerised by your performance as well. Just it just added so just added so much to the night. Did it? Yes, it did. Oh, well, I'm saying that from my, from my own point of view. I really. <laughs> I really thanks, thought it was, and the, the thing, the thing that I was, I, I was mesmerized in a lot of ways. But like, we won't, we won't repeat any of the words on Lifeline, Amanda. <laughs> but like, okay, there's the F word and the B word and the W word, and I presume you're, you were expecting them, weren't you? I, I, I yes. Okay. okay. I have to, I have to prepare. What does he call it? A sandwich curse. Okay, which was yeah. really gorgeous. Well, well, which means that you break up a word yes. and put, put a nice, uh, a, a nice word beginning with F in the middle of it. Uh, great fun. Okay, well, I, I, I'm going to ask you the word that I found uh, fascinating. Um, there's a word that we use number called catmelogen. Catmelogen. Okay. With, with the, well, now there is no equivalent in sign language of catmelogen. So I did uh, a little, what, what you call kind of free, freestyling, uh, which is a real coda trick, actually. Okay. That kind of creativity in the language. Yeah. So you kind okay. of, what's what, melogen? What, How would you translate that? Into French or into German or into Spanish or into ISL. So you kind of go with the you go with an, a, a, an equivalent, and I think as a coda, you know, it was lovely to listen to Nora talk about lovely little Poppy who is yeah. a, a baby coda and learning sign language. Not it's kind of it isn't even a learning; it's just yeah. a being around sign language okay. and communicating those ideas in your little in, in your little eighteen month old head or your. Yeah. You know, two-year-old or three-year-old, four-year-old. You don't know the words, so you make them up. Okay. You know, or you test things out. And this is the brilliant creativity with sign language that Coda bring to us, I think. Okay. I'll and I'll, it's I'll, my... But I just want, I, I want to go back a second to, to, to the Damien use of sandwich words because <laughs> yes. I and, and uh, the word I was thinking of was catmelogen, but Damien yes. didn't use the word catmelogen. He used the word katma, and then he put an expletive in the middle. Dublin people yeah. get this. Katma, uh, melogen. How did you mm-hmm. how did you translate that accurately? I did cat. Yeah. The <clears throat> expletive, and oh, then my creative interpretation of melogen. melogen. Okay, okay. And you <laughs> oh, mentioned yeah. we can curse beautifully in okay. sign language, would <laughs> you believe? <laughs> and Amanda, you mentioned you're a code, you're a, ch- a child of deaf ad- deaf parents, is uh, that correct? I am, absolutely. Uh, Mammy and Daddy Coogan are in volunteer, Halen Harty, and right. just brilliant, yeah. And how did they meet? In the deaf club. Ah, in the deaf club, you know, the deaf community are so bonded by uh. sign language. And as Nora was saying there, her daughter, Ashley, and her husband uh, uh, met, I would guess, in the deaf community. Exactly the same as my parents do. Because you can imagine you're looking for uh, somebody who, who you have a bond with. And the deaf community, sign language users particularly, just have an immediate bond through language. Okay. And, you know, language is so, makes us, doesn't it? It's so, oh, uh, we understand it in this, in, yeah. in this country when we think about, you know, Irish or Hiberno-English as we speak. It is very particularly our culture as Irish people. And you can imagine, as deaf people, sign language is so uh, forefront how you approach the world, really. And so anyway, the deaf community is a huge hub or the, okay. the, the, now we have the deaf village, but in my days we had a deaf club 
in Rathmines. Okay. And uh, my mum and dad would be huge activists and advocates for the deaf community. And so there's always some meeting about trying to change some law or the world, and get, you know, equal car insurance or mm. get sign language classes sorted for hearing people or sign language interpreters. My mother was very involved in developing sign language interpreters in Ireland and my dad was very involved in the sports association, Irish okay. Deaf Sports Association. So we were always in the club and we you'd go in the door of the club and mum and dad would go off to their meetings and be, you know, uh, uh, manic meetings going on and we codes would run through the building screaming our heads off. Right, right. Play okay. chasing, jumping around, just Wild, wild fun, and we were all very, very. Uh, it, it was a very safe, close place, really. Okay, let's just say, say with us, Amanda, please. I'm talking to Amanda Coogan. A uh, number of people contacted us about the performance. I was there as I happened to performance last night in the Abbey Theatre where Amanda was the signer. It was the, it was the Irish Sign Language performance, and. Um, People were mesmerised because it was Damien. It wasn't just a script. It was, and I know a lot of it, Amanda said she got beforehand, but um, it was Damien Dempsey talking and telling his life story and singing. And Amanda stood there for the two hours uh, working, performing, performing. And it was incredible to watch. Stay with us back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. We're talking about sign language and sign language performances, which are, um, I'm told, there's a... Are you involved in this, Amanda? The the Blood Brothers in the Borgosh Theatre doing a sign language performance? That's right. That's my next gig, uh, uh, Joe. I can't wait to do it. It's such an amazing musical, isn't it? And when, uh, when, is, when is that on, Amanda? Next Thursday. Oh, next Thursday. Okay. Oh, I, I should check my diary. I should check my diary. I'm yeah, well, sure. okay. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's, uh, that's well, another. The, that's another very long. It's an incredible piece, but it's another incredible. very long musical. But you know what? Now I have to say, I absolutely adore uh, translating songs, and you know, okay. trying to get trying to get a match of songs. Do you know what? In the deaf community, we have the most amazing deaf choir, and okay, they just yeah. do. Such beautiful work in translating uh, songs. They're just mesmerizing to watch. You know, I'm not. I'm not involved in it. I just. I'm just a punter, and I absolutely love uh, watching them. And so, really, uh, my job there would be to try and just make an, a, a, an mm-hmm. appropriation of what the song is doing. You know, uh, for the last couple of years, I've been doing the Late Late Toy Show. Oh, now, when course. you talk about when you talk about theatre interpreting, it's so. Theatre interpreting is like a cinch in comparison to the absolute madness of the Late Late Toy Show because that we don't really have a script for. Course, we get course, the song course, and you can press those and they're like our anchor in the middle of it. It's like, oh, phew, it's the song. Okay, we've done yeah. this. We've done this. Uh, and then the absolute brilliant madness of the okay. kids chatting and uh, and and Ryan and, and living. Uh, and so Amanda, that's now, a whole now, other baby. Now that you brought up the Thai show, do you remember about two years ago when Ryan was in the middle of it? He opened a bottle of Fanta. Yeah. And the bottle the, of Fanta I, kind of exploded on poor Ryan's yeah. gorgeous visage, and he he let out. He denies this, and it, but <laughs> I've been I've looked at it so many times just for relaxation. He did let out an expletive, Amanda. He did, and you know, I did failed. You sign, did you sign it? I, I failed as a sign language <laughs> interpreter. I was on duty at that time. And to be honest, you know, everything is so fast. I didn't catch it. Ah. I didn't catch it. And then the little one who we were chatting with at that time was breaking her heart laughing. And I remember being on the side of the screen going, oh, flip, what's after happening? I don't, I don't, I don't. So I missed that. I completely failed the deaf community. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I missed no, Nora, Nora Tobin is still there. Nora, um, yes, have, you, have you ever been to a sign language performance? You say you hadn't. Not like that, but I've been involved in the deaf community. Yeah, I know like that, I've, but... Yeah, you, not... Uh, and as Ashling, I wonder. Not that I'm aware of anything okay. like that. Maybe the odd one, but okay, nothing well, major. Well, I haven't been on to... We haven't been on to Stephen Falloon in, in the Borgosh, but um, it's you think it's next Thursday, Amanda? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm, I, I, I'm looking at... I don't know, know it definitely. Uh, do you know, an awful lot of theatres, and it's interesting, uh, Nora, because I think what happened is we had the brilliant Irish Sign Language Act 
a couple of years ago. And since that, it has really opened up an awful lot of places to sign language and to the deaf community. So it's kind of, in some ways, now the Abbey has been putting on uh, sign language interpretive performances since 2000, but a lot of other places, it's only in the last couple of years. And so it is growing and developing you know, my specialty is theatre interpreting, and that's the thing that I love. But, okay, the, wow. but, but it's starting to really open up with lots of other theatres uh, putting on sign language interpreted okay. performances. Nora, so, Nora would, I, I, you can't speak for Ashling, but would yourself and Ashling go to see Amanda next week? We'd love to go. Okay, I've well, seen Amanda many times on okay. television. She's amazed. Well, have you seen, if you haven't seen her do a musical, no, um, I haven't. It's, it's uh, incredible. And I'd love Ashling to go. I'd love Ashling to go. Oh, she'd love it. She'd be delighted. Thank okay, you very so, much. So that's two tickets from Stephen Falloon, Alvin Borgosh, Angie Theatre for next Thursday for uh, Blood Brothers with the incredible Rebecca Storm. Incredible um, performances. Oh, oh, and that's on in the Borgosh. And that is the sign. Lab. Now, the thing I'm saying to people, if you are, obviously, people can hear me. The people who can hear me now, obviously, I'm saying to you, if you look at, at various nights of a theatre or a musical or whatever, and you see one of the nights is a signed language performance, well, I'm saying to you, go to that night if you can, if you have got choice, because it is an incredible uh, act of solidarity, first of all, with, with our deaf brothers and sisters, our deaf community. It is an incredible appreciation of signed language. And uh, it's an, inc- an incredible understanding also of the skill of someone like uh, 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 Amanda. By the way, Amanda, so you're going to, you're going to that next Thursday, Nora, you and Ashling. Um, Lovely, uh, thank okay. you. And Brilliant. Bork- Amanda, um, were, were your parents born deaf, can I ask? Uh, my mum is uh, from a brilliant, wider deaf family, so we have royal deaf blood uh, okay. on my mum's side. And my dad went deaf when he was eight. He okay. fell off his bicycle. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're blessed that that was, that was the way, because, you know, okay. as a code, I'm, I'm so glad they met. <laughs> You're glad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they met. I'm glad they had and, me and my baby sister and my baby brother. And did your dad ever talk about when he when he had his hearing and then when he realised I don't know that he didn't have his hearing? Well, you know, he has a beautiful story, and uh, that he was in the hospital in Kilkenny, and he said to the nurses, "Turn up the radio. Turn up. Yeah. The, I can't hear the radio. I can't hear the radio." And that was it. They, uh, oh, that, that's uh, when he realised. That was whatever it was. That was that's the that's the family lore. That he says. Yeah. I, I was trying to listen to Blue Eyes, on, and we it took us years to go. Dad, who's Blue Eyes? Yeah, oh, it's Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra yeah. <laughs> and what, and Am- the, Amanda? What else have you done? Have you done? Would you do? Have you been asked to do a U two concert or a Rod Stewart concert or? Oh, wouldn't I love it? No, I haven't. Uh, it's. Tell them, tell them I'm available. Tell them I'm available. I'm joking. When I was a student uh, in NCAD, uh, doing my degree, I did the Spice Girls. That now that'll tell you the age that I am. Okay. Uh, they were here on tour, and that was great, 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 great fun. Uh, I I know I handed my thesis in at five o'clock okay. and ran up to the Point Depot and hopped on stage with the wow. uh, with the Spice Girls, which was a lot was. You know, a great buzz, uh, but I haven't done that many like straight up concerts. I suppose that's a pity, isn't uh, it? That... It's more. I think, uh, yeah, I don't have enough. Now there's a good team of us here in Ireland. Okay, I know who that. Specialise in theatre interpreting, and, and, and they're absolutely brilliant. And where we saw Connie. most of you was during the COVID. Um, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now the other thing, I re- I didn't realise this to my shame. Um, until I was researching a book called Children of the Troubles with Children Killed in the Troubles in Northern Ireland yeah. with Frey McClemens. And one of the Great children book, that yeah. was one of the children that was killed, her mother was deaf. And one of the things yeah. she did before, obviously she was very young, she learned sign language. But she learned, because she was a Catholic, she learned uh, she learned Irish sign language. Mm-hmm. But then I discovered that if you're going there's two sign languages up north. 
Yeah. Uh, children from a Protestant background learn British Sign Language and children from uh, not a Catholic background, to use that general term, yeah. use Irish yeah. Sign Language. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, absolutely true. And I, I suppose up to about um, 30 years, years ago, uh, let's say children from a Catholic or nationalist back, background would have gone to school in Dublin. Yeah, of course. And yeah. so would have used ISL and then children from that uh, unionist or Protestant background yeah, yeah. would have gone across the water to England okay. or stayed in Belfast. This is definitely in Belfast. Um, and do you know what? I think it's really very special, really, really beautiful. Uh, it, uh, during the COVID, I was knocked uh, uh, down in Belfast. And my, my husband runs the brilliant Lyric Theatre yeah, up Jimmy in Belfast. Faye, so yeah, the brilliant Jimmy Faye. Jimmy, Jimmy Faye. The, the very brilliant Jimmy Faye. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do like him a lot. Yes. Uh, but, uh, uh, we, were, oh, we were up there in the And, you know, uh, at that stage, do you remember that kind of mad time? And we were all going, you know, performances and exhibitions of mine j- just disappeared, of course. Yeah, yeah. And we were all rolling up our sleeves and going, how can we help this? And so I got a call uh, asking me would I consider doing some COVID briefings. A little bit of uh, team okay. growing in Arlene and Michelle... Uh, this is Arlene Foster and Michelle uh, O'Neill. At that stage, we're giving daily briefings, like it was down here in Dublin. Okay. And myself and Christina Sinclair uh, popped up, and so it was the four of us on screen, uh, if you can understand it. Yes. M- me, uh, me signing an ISL and Christina signing a BSL. Do you know, it, I think it was really beautifully representative of okay. Northern Ireland but and what Northern Ireland can be. The two languages... Side by okay. side, telling the same message, and, but it's, it's and, and, and we learned so much off each other and really helped and supported each other through that. You can imagine, you imagine remember all those new words. Like yes, of course. What was yeah, that? Yeah, how do I translate yeah. that? You know, how the infection goes and what you're to do and what you're not to do, you know. And I was really signing it for it. Most of the ISL users in uh, the north of Ireland would be around from Anna to Rome, Derry. Okay. You can imagine. Uh, and so they were my people. It was like, we can't okay. have 1,500 deaf people walking around not knowing that they can't knock into their neighbours. Absolutely. Good point. You know, but it uh, also, so it's really part, vital. But part of the, the tragedy, and I, I completely take your point, and anyone who would have seen the performance last night would get a glimpse of the beauty of uh, sign language and the, the, the aesthetic of it. But it also means up north that a 13-year-old deaf child from a nationalist area cannot do sign language that a 13-year-old deaf child from a Protestant area can understand. Or are they, well, now, or are they, are they, nowadays are they close? it's slightly different. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays it's slightly different. I mean, that, back probably in the bad old days, you know, where there was yeah. that split, okay. that uh, nationalist deaf people were sent down to them. That doesn't happen anymore. And so they all go to a school in Jordantown, very good school. Oh, brilliant. And what's developing is, like, it's mostly BSL. Okay. But with inflections okay. of ISL in it. Very okay. much developed, developing yeah, into yeah. maybe Northern Irish Sign Language. It's almost like, you know, when you go to, say, Kerry or Galway, they just have a few words that are very Kerry or very Galway or very Tony Galway, yeah. you know. So it's that kind of, you know, just in selection of the language. Um, okay, say with us, Amanda, because some of your... You, yeah. you, you're now developing... I know you do performance art and we look you up on YouTube and you've been doing incredible stuff, even for people to try and understand and get a glimpse of performance art, because performance art is relatively recent, isn't it, in, in our, yeah. In yeah, our well, world? It's, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a hybrid between theatre and the okay. visual arts, really, yeah. Um, but to get a glimpse of that, but we're now setting up the Amanda Coogan fan club. Vivian Curran, <laughs> Vivian, Vivian, how are you, Vivian? Ah, oh, how are you, Joe? Do you know Amanda? Joe, what's happening? Air, the guy is here from air. The dog is barking okay. outside, so Rant. crazy, crazy house, Amanda. Oh, I'm so proud and so admiring that girl. Does the government realise? the talents that mm. girl has. She is an amazing person for the deaf. And she's after saying everything what I've been thinking for 56 years. She is a treasure. So yeah. I just want to give that 
praise to her. And how have you come across? It's, it's, it's oh, through Mark. Your son, she your gorgeous son. She has been the yeah. greatest friend to Mark in my wow. time of need. Wow. And to all the Deaf Society. She is a magnificent actor. She's magnificent looking. She's a great dresser. <laughs> oh, she's just fantastic. Now, okay. is her head swelling? Yes. yes. No, I'm mortified. I've read, I've read the wee through, Vivian. Oh, I'm so lovely to hear from You see, Vivian, I, with, with, with the technology here, I can see Amanda, and I'm looking at her now, and she's making uh, <laughs> yes. signs, and the signs are, let me see, up to the hand across. Yeah, and, and, and you she's can saying see that my house, I'm, I'm reading Amanda now. I'm reading Amanda now. here, uh, and the dog barking outside. That, yeah. Amanda's signing at the minute, I'm Scarlet. I'm Scarlet. <laughs> yes, I'm Scarlet. Exactly. Oh, Joe, I have to thank you and your crew for what you're after doing for the deaf. Okay. You've no idea uh, how I have fought. And I, I really know, I know. had I 110 things to do with my family and everything. Okay. My son is home after five years in America with my two oh, grandchildren. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I'm just what are you, what are you, such a high. What are, what are your grandchildren's names? Alexandra yeah, and, and Daniel. Oh, but beautiful. I call him Danny Boy. Oh. These are my Danny And how is, how is Mark? Mark is loving this at the moment. Okay. Because he's still not working and he's you know I have to study him and make sure he's not getting depressed okay um, he's ready to kill this Jack Russell Molly I know okay, Molly, yeah we okay. blame her because she's from the north you <laughs> see yeah, very, very talkative dog. very talkative now Vivian would, would yourself and Mark like to go to see Amanda oh, next I'd week love that and Blood Brothers Oh, I'd love that. It's next Thursday. Oh, thank you very, very okay, much. I, and I have to go because... Okay, I'll tell I, Molly. I just, thank you so much, Joe, and, and will you tell will you tell Mark, will you sign to Mark there that we absolutely love him? Oh, you're... And, and he loves you yeah. all. And Amanda says the and same. And I have Brilliant. to get to the early crew. I have to get to Shea Byrne. Yeah. I, the chocolate cake has to go in there, too. Okay, uh, he's a devil for it. And Marty. And Marty. And... <laughs> Property. I'm dying to meet him, actually. Okay, it will happen, it will happen, it will happen. It it's will all, happen. It's well, all, God bless you all. I have to fly. Okay, bye. 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 Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Emma, Gemma Conlon, you were at the Damien Dempsey uh, show performance, theatrical piece, yes. musical last night in the Abbey. Um, tell us, uh, uh, explain to our listeners yes. what, what, they, what they missed in terms of Amanda. Well, I'm, da- Damien is always excellent. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always mesmerised by it. But I was on the, the left-hand side, so I found myself watching Amanda for the whole for the whole show, I just said to my husband before the show came on, I can't stop thinking about it all day. She was just mesmerising, excellent. And did you yeah. a, did you appreciate that there was a, a, a good body of people in the audience? It was a night designated as a sign language night, but there was a good po- body of people in the audience um, who were were deaf. I have no, hearing. I didn't, know, I didn't know that when I yeah. booked. It just just happened to be. But it was. It added so much to it. And it what, can, well, can you articulate what, because I can't, can you articulate what Amanda added to it? This well, is just her move, the whole movement and everything was just unbelievable. While he was singing, I, I found myself yeah. watching her yeah. more than him. It's okay. just really, yeah. Um, and you didn't know it was going to be a sign language performance? No, I didn't okay. know that at all. Okay. But I, 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 it is a bit of an interest in it. I'd love to learn it. Something I'd love to learn. And someone else yeah. is telling me, you know, it's useful if you have medical difficulties or have a stroke or whatever. Uh, Gemma, thanks indeed. Where's Mary? Okay. Mary, you think it should be taught in schools? Yes, Joe, I do. I think it's vital that it should be taught in schools because there's kids in there. Nobody knows that they might have difficulties in hearing. You know, okay. they probably had the, the um, test for it or whatever. But I do, because I have two grandchildren now, and they uh, are both verbal and hearing, and uh, they're learning sign language. Oh, great. And does anyone, does anyone, does any school do it as a transition year project? No, to be honest, I haven't heard of anybody. Okay. And that's, that's another place that would be brilliant to teach it. Because I think a lot of children lose out on the fact that 
you know, they can't get in co- can't communicate with the child the same as in the uh, in the hearing community. Yeah. It's 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 an incredible. And by the way, for, for, we we we've given if I haven't given away all the tickets to um, Blood Brothers next Thursday uh, to Vivian and Mark. I gave them tickets to now. There's a couple of other callers there as well. They'd be we'd be on to you after the show. And also West Side Story, Amanda, are you doing that on June the thirteenth? Uh, am I? Are you? <laughs> is that in the board gosh as well? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sign language thing. I hope I am. I hope I am. And is there any any musical you'd be wary of doing? Well, do you know what I did? I did Piaf in the Gate. Oh, brilliant. With Camille, yeah, fantastic. Um, with Camille, wasn't she a stunner? Yeah. Now, I, I nearly had a heart attack when I realised there was 15 songs in French. Oh, well. That was, my, that was my only issue. Now, I hope I did a good job. But yeah. Jenny Mack. The prep for that now was something else because I was translating the songs into English and then I was translating them to ISL. And I was going, oh my goodness, I'm an, I'm an English to ISL interpreter. This is, you know, a whole other baby. And then trying to patch them on to the music and the fabulous well done. So there's nothing, nothing, nothing dance you, nothing dance you. The sign language performs at Broad Builders, as it happens, coincidentally, is next to us. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it's been signed by the person we're talking to, Amanda Coogan, who's one of the many brilliant sign language uh, interpreters uh, in Ireland. Amanda, thanks indeed. Thanks indeed. And it's gorgeous to yeah, talk to you, likewise, Joe. Thank likewise, you so much. Uh, likewise, and um, thanks a million for uh, talking about sign la- Irish sign language yeah. as well, which is well, you know, my love and my heart. It's thanking, just thanking you for make, making such a, a joy to, to experience. Uh, that's, and kind regards to you and your family and uh, to you and your parents as well. That's Amanda Coogan. And she's on YouTube as well, by the way, if you want to see. And she does a Damien Dempsey song on YouTube. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Alan Johnson, just to finish, the the flag, the flag flying. Which flag do you fly, you fly Alan, and why? I'm flying the Irish flag because <laughs> I'm ashamed to be British. <laughs> You're ashamed to be British? Well, I don't, I don't have any allegiance to Britain. I, I went abroad to work when I was, what, 19, 20. Okay. And I worked in India, I worked in Malaysia, and I worked in the Middle East, and I learned about how these countries were okay, colonised by you the You say because of its colonial history, but there's a lot to be proud of in Britain and its oh, artistic yeah. music. I mean, and Alan, where I do you fly? Where do you fly? Where are you living? Where do you fly the Irish flag? We're in Riverside in Blackwater, and I'm just standing in front Down of it Whiteford. now. Okay. And what reaction do you get? I don't get any reaction at all. No one's ever commented on it at all. Okay. And do, you have it, do you have it on a flagpole? Well, it's, it's, it's actually a cane, but it's about, what, eight foot in the air. And wow. We're on an estate of about 30 houses, and maybe half of them can see it if they, if they look okay. out their bedroom windows. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks indeed. That's Alan Johnson in Wexford who, who proudly flies the tricolour because he's married to an, Iri- an Irish woman. Uh, Joe at RT.ie continues. Mark McGrath uh, was on sound. Uh, Shane Galvin's the BCO. The series producer is Annette Egan who produced today. And Ray Darcy is next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.